Hello everyone, welcome back to Uncluttered and Uncut. I'm Stormy. First of all, I want to say sorry for the unexpected hiatus. Jackie and I were worn out and needed a break, but we should have told you beforehand. So, for now on, Jackie and I will be posting on Facebook on updates about the podcast. So, to keep up to date on what's going on, follow Jackie or I on Facebook so we can... Or so we won't just disappear on you guys again. That being said, today I want to warn parents about something important if you haven't heard about it already. We can't trust the public schools anymore. I can't speak on private schools or other kinds of schools, but the public schools are working against you. They are secretly indoctrinating children on uh, transgender identities and sexual orientations and gaslighting your children as early as kindergarten into thinking they are something they may not be, all without parents' knowledge or consent, going as far as to put children through hormone blockers and sex reassessment surgery, again, all without your knowledge or consent, even if your child is suicidal or has attempted suicide, the school will not tell you and are telling kids to keep it from you and that it's okay to even lie about it to you. If you would like to hear a mother's story about how this was happening at her daughter's school, I'll try to leave a link to Glenn Beck's podcast interview with her down below. If I'm unable to, or you can't find it, look up, uh, quote, my mom, my kid was tricked into secret sexuality club at school, unquote. That's the title there on YouTube. You might also be able to find it on podcasting platforms as well. So probably here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you happen to be listening to this from. I'm sure you can find the podcast there. I don't know if the title is the same, um, but uh, hopefully I think it should be pretty obvious. Um, I just haven't looked at myself. I usually watch them on YouTube. So <clears throat> Anyway, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I think it's very important, and this is... I think that this is happening to a lot of schools all over the world. Uh, like I believe, can I'm sure Canada and the UK are probably going through the same thing right now. Uh, but I'm just addressing on stories that I've been hearing on the U.S. alone. But if you're listening to this from other countries, I'd also recommend looking into this or tell other parents to look into uh, your guys' public schools as well. Make sure you're not dealing with the same thing. So. And I know this is a controversial topic, and I don't want to seem like I'm trying to be against anybody here. I guess except for the school system itself for doing all this. Because I'm not really against transgender people. I'm not. Uh, If you're of age, if it's something that you decide you want to do, I mean, I'd recommend just make sure that you research everything and think about it carefully. But I'm not going to have a problem with you if you do. I can still get along with you. I think just fine. The issue here is that they're trying to... The thing about transgender stuff... I mean, life is complicated enough as it is. This is something that adults can't even still seem to figure out. I I keep hearing new sexualities and pronouns just about every time I watch someone react to a TikTok... So I myself can under, uh, not understand it. How do you think children are going to be able to? If this is to be taught, I think it should be somewhere in the grades where 
people are or kids are in their mid to maybe late teens and even then uh, at least for legally unless you probably have parents consent for it when it comes to like surgeries or the blockers or stuff like that wait until you're like legally 18 for that <clears throat> however the the also the biggest no-no though is they're also trying to push forward uh, sexuality as well and I'm not against homosexual people at all either or bisexual people I am against like I am against trying to teach that even if it was just talking about straight sex I am against teaching that to young kids they're too young for that and besides it's the parents job to teach them about that and the you know, facts of that life. It's not the school's job to do that. Now, like, as far as schools maybe teaching teaching safe sex around the mid-teens could be okay. Maybe the parents won't do that. I'm sure there's some parents out there who do that, but at least teaching them the safe part of it, fine. But trying to teach or have children talk about who they are sexually attracted to as young as five years old that's wrong, that's creepy, and I'm, this is conspiracy theory territory here for me, but I'm starting to wonder if they're trying to use, it could be actually like pedophiles, because uh, they have tried to get into the LGBT community before, to no avail, because we can know it's wrong, at least when it comes to like, uh, you know, sexual orientation or gender swapping of people of age, uh, that's something different. When it comes to trying to get kids involved in it, then we got a problem. Because uh, children are too young to A, consent to that, or B, not even be aware of that, or th they don't want that until they're older. The, the actual, like, I guess, body development, that actual part of the phase hasn't activated yet. They have no interest in it. Girls think guys are gross, and we are, fair enough. And then boys think, like, all girls are infected with cooties and they try to stay away from it. So, they're not yet attracted to each other sexually yet. Because they're children. They're kids. Man. I don't know. I was mostly just wanting to warn parents. And if you're like a, a conservative parent or is it something like you if you're any kind of parent and you find this concerning but think maybe your children are fine this is happening in schools all over the country not just in blue states this is happening in red states as well it's happening in small conservative areas as well the uh podcast that i just mentioned to you or if i'm able to try to link the mother was from fort something in Colorado in a suburb of about 10,000 people in a conservative community so if it's happening there there's a good chance it's still probably happening at your place I was even talking to uh, Jackie about it and he mentioned that uh, the schools in Tulsa Oklahoma have been at least you know I guess it's public knowledge now they've at least been debating it but I mean Keeping this from kids, or no, I mean, keeping this from parents is probably one of, uh, it's, I mean, there's several big issues here, but that I think is the biggest issue. Parents 
are the child's guardians. They need to know these things. They need to consent to these things. And it's not fair for them. Because our government thinks that your child does not belong to you. They think it belongs to them. Joe Biden said as much on camera. He was basically saying once uh, the kids are in the schools, it's the school, they're uh, the school's responsibility at that point. I wouldn't have been surprised if he went as far as to say property. Now, like I said before, I'm not against trans people or you know, people who are gay, but I am against some of these organizations that I that used to actually try to represent these people and are now just political tools to drive insanity forward. Like, the, the LGBT community, it's not like it was. It's not about fighting for the rights of homosexuals. It's not fighting for the rights of transgender people anymore. It's, it's just gone off the rails crazy. Because I was even listening to this one podcast that... <clears throat> Uh, the woman was, uh, she was homosexual, but she didn't want to be a part of the LGBT community anymore because she hates it, how it was going, how it was just being, just gone batshit crazy. Like, it doesn't make any sense anymore. Like, there are people who are homosexual, and, I, and I'm sure there's probably people who are trans that aren't liking what the, the that community is trying to push now. And I, I've seen comments all over the place from both gay people and trans people that this stuff is can be harmful to children. They're too young to really know what they're wanting to do. They're too young to know what they want to do with their bodies and are especially too young to have consent to do anything to change their bodies unless the parents give consent to it and if you're like say if you're also a parent that say you support this or your kid has come out as trans and you want to be supportive you know fine but do so very carefully and I would try to argue to actually maybe make the child wait until they're a little bit older so they can kind of understand themselves a bit more and make a better conscious decision about it I mean, because kids are so impressionable, you tell a five-year-old that they are an Apache helicopter, they're probably going to believe it. I mean, they can be very easily manipulated because they don't know. They're too young, they haven't been taught yet. They're growing up, and there's only so much information that they can really uh, absorb, let alone comprehend. Which is why we have grade levels of why information in schools is delivered... Uh, the more complicated information is delivered later on in the grades, not at the uh, not at the beginning. Like we're not teaching kindergartners about rocket science and like the cells of biology. Like we're teaching them how to the alphabet song. We're teaching them letters and numbers, and then we teach them on how to form those letters into words and numbers into math equations. And then we get into science. Then we get into chemistry later on. 
after they've learned the basics and have been eased into it. You don't just throw complicated subjects like that on all of a sudden. They're not going to comprehend and they're probably going to make the wrong choice for themselves. And then, and I would also just like to urge, because granted, I haven't done like a whole bunch of research into this, but I have heard some pretty bad stories of kids very young that tried to do, uh, I mean, like as far as like putting on a dress and pretending, I haven't heard too many bad things. But when it comes to like actually like the hormone blockers, say it's a, a little girl she wants to be a boy so you get hormone blockers blocking the estrogen uh, increasing testosterone uh, through shots or even reassessment surgeries well keep in mind their bodies are still being developed so that me it would raise a concern would this harm the child's development if they do this too early is a question that I would like to be asking. And I'm just asking this because... And if you're this parent too, I would like to ask you one thing. I think it's very important. I'm not trying to be hurtful to you. I'm just asking you a simple question of self-assessment. A, did your child come to you with this and are you being supportive of it? Or B... Have you been telling your child this or trying to raise them to be that way? Because if it's all about what the, what the child chooses, then why try to force them into it? Are you doing it because you think this is helpful to your child? Or are you doing it for your own personal politics? Now, I'm no parent, but... I feel like my common sense tells me that a parent, the good parents, always put their children first, their concerns first, their health first, not the parents' personal politics, their health. I'm not trying to make enemies with you here, I'm just trying to get you to really consider if what is... Uh, what is being done to your child is for the good, is for the better, or for the worse. It's something you have to be very careful and really assess. Now, I know you're probably rolling your eyes and you're thinking, oh, this guy doesn't even have a kid. Why is he lecturing me on how to raise my children? I'm just trying to give you the best advice I can through the common sense I have. You're the parent, so at the end it's going to be your choice and your wisdom that decides what you do with your child just asking for the child's sake, be careful. At the very least, be careful. Anyway, it's just part of the news stories I hear, and I think, I know the audience we have isn't entirely too big, um, which for another subject, to let you guys know, um, we have noticed that there has been a big view decrease, um, so we're going to try to maybe have more focused episodes. That way uh, we can give you more uh, targeted content, maybe on subjects you might be interested in. So pretty soon, uh, when we're able to actually record and get it done, we're going to start a series based on the 1960s. It's going to be based on the history, the era, like what it was like to live there, what was some of the things they did, of course, also major history events like the JFK assassination, 
uh, Bay of Pigs invasion, the Vietnam War, like you name it. We're going to have a multiple-part series talking about different subjects that uh, relate to that decade. So if you'd like to be interested in that, hit the follow button and you'll be notified the next time we post the episode and you'll be able to see we'll mark it as like it's part of our 60 series when if you'd like to take a listen to it and i would like to thank though the support for what we have had so far you guys have really stepped up as far as uh following us because we got to the follower limit my phone went off sorry about that uh, we got to the follower limit to where we could start monetizing our uh, podcast, so we thank you for that. Uh, but we do need to start growing our audience more. And if you guys happen to have any suggestions or things that you think might make this podcast better, because we, I mean, this is for us, but we also want to make sure it's entertaining for you too. So like I said, go follow either uh, me or Jackie on Facebook. Uh, his uh, will be Jackie Uncluttered. Mine is well, my personal Facebook because I didn't want to restart and I couldn't change the name to make it stand out. But mine will be just Matthew Livermore. Keep in mind, don't send me a friend request. Follow me. You'll still see the post. And uh, send us, uh, like, tag us in comments or any suggestions or thoughts you have or something that you think might be interesting or something that we can do or any kind of content you would like us to produce for you, let us know. Because we're open to a bunch of new ideas and we want to make sure that this is just as fun and entertaining for you as it is for us to do. So, that was basically it. Uh, I was wanting to address like the podcast itself, but also really importantly, I wanted to address that whole thing that's been going on with American schools and probably going on in schools all over the world. And even if your child is probably going to a different kind of school, I would say it may not be happening there, but look into it just in case. Because as far as the public schools are concerned, you are the enemy. You are bad for your child. Telling you about all this, or even telling them, uh, them telling you that your child is suicidal. Well, they don't trust you to make the right decision. They think you'll make it worse. And maybe some parents might do, but maybe the parent can make it better. And regardless, it's the parent's child. I think they should have a right to know that. But that's kind of what I just think. And I know, like, I guess we're not entirely dove deep into two political topics on this podcast before, but like I said, it's just something I want to get out there in case the people watching and listening to this, if you did know, definitely look it up. I'd recommend uh, Glenn Beck's interview uh, with that one mother. She was like a mother in three from Colorado. Explained in very vivid detail about what they were telling her daughter and just how she was hardly able to really do anything about it because it's it's like they're a very close-knit system. The very least it was for her school because the person that was talking about all this is friends with someone who is on the school board. So nothing could be done. 
She even went as far as to try to call the police on it to see if they could address something about this. The police said, legally, we cannot get involved or do anything about this because there was no body parts, body parts exposed or, you know, no one was touched. There was no physical thing about it. It was all just verbal. So, being verbal, there was nothing they could do about it. But the sheriff did push the mom to get loud about it. And that's about what you can basically do is just get as loud as you possibly can. Look into your schools, investigate it thoroughly, make sure they're not trying to do this to your child, because this is happening in a lot of schools, especially in blue states, but it's also especially probably going to happen in a lot of red states too, because when I think about it, the right and the left in this country has changed even since I was growing up. Before, it used to be like liberals and conservatives, and looking back on it, I can see uh, both sides had some good points, both sides didn't. And I think it's good to hear from both sides so you can find a good compromise solution or find a correct solution that involves maybe both points of view for a lot of different cases. That's not exactly the case anymore. The right and the left has shifted, and you can see that the left is no longer the left, it is now a sub-radical authoritarian left, and that's a good number, if not the majority, of Democrats now is radical left. They're trying to push for authoritarian policies, they're wanting to control everything, and they've succeeded in a lot of it. Like I mentioned before in the conspiracy theory video of Operation Mockingbird, I think that has really succeeded and has went far beyond what they were actually trying to do because they not only have control of basically every major news, uh, like mainstream news media out there. I mean, I'm talking CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, I mean, just about every major news program with the exception of Fox News which is for the right, like the right wing. I'm not saying you should trust them either, but they're at least not for the left wing, which is the ones that are really making the moves right now. <clears throat> they got control of all that, all of their talking points. There are no, and this goes for Fox 2 for the right wing, the other medias are basically radical left wing propaganda. <laughs> they're basically televised tabloids at this point. They have lied so many times. Like I said, I'm not trying to defend Fox News either, because they've lied before too. They're just for the right wing. Which is why I'm really disappointed about the news medias in this country, because we need people reporting the news for the people, not for a political party. I mean, these are the people that we have to trust to be our eyes and ears but yet they're blinding us to what we can see and hear and basically think because they'll manipulate the information or flat out lie to you to get a particular response out of you, to get a particular opinion about you. Why did you think they crapped all over Kyle Rittenhouse? Even though anyone that actually watched the court case could see all of the evidence against him, or all, all, sorry, all of the evidence that was supporting his case, he was none of the things that they were claiming he was. And even after the case was done and the jury made their decision, the correct decision in my opinion, that he was found not guilty, it was all in self-defense, 
they were still going on about him being a white supremacist. He was still racist. Funny thing is, none of the key people he even killed were black. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, every time... The news used to have shock value. They kind of gone the way of horror films after the slashers became predominant. I got very desensitized to it. Even the story that I just told you is something that I was not surprised about. The closest thing that it got to a surprised reaction to me was hearing about the withholding of suicidal information from parents. And at best, that raised an eyebrow. But I've yet to actually be shocked. Batshit, stupid, crazy stories is a norm now. If anything, I'll, the only thing that would shock me if I actually hear a story about a cop rescuing, rescue, or a fireman rescuing a cat from a tree. I'll probably be actually shocked that they actually reported some good news or reported something normal for a change. That wasn't crazy. The abnormal has become the new normal. And I have to admit, it's not just in United States society, it's happening all over the world too. Like... I can't help but feel that this is all setting up for something big, and something bad. And every time I hear a story, from either side... It makes me keep thinking that... I wonder, what is there anything that I can do about it? What can we do about it? Is there anything we can actually do about it? Or all we can do is just sit here and watch everything burn down between us? Because I keep feeling like it's not a matter of if, it's almost a matter of when now. It's like that song, like the whole world sitting on a ticking bomb, it is. I mean, at the very least, it definitely was after the atomic bomb was invented and was mass-produced and, 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 like, uh, development kept evolving it to where we got to nuclear bombs now and they're so destructive and even through the research that I've done that's public knowledge, they are incredibly uh, destructive and that was what is in public knowledge. I can't even imagine what they might have. I can't even imagine what they would have classified. They probably have enough nukes to basically ex put us through extinction ten times over. Or have nukes with the destructive power that can put us through extinction ten times over. But, I mean, it hasn't happened. Maybe I'm just afraid for nothing. Someone's heard this saying, though, is that prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And that's something I really like to take to heart. Even if you don't think something might happen, at least prepare for it. As far as preparing for a nuclear Armageddon, that would take a lot of money and preparation. I guess prepare if you're able to. Or at least keep it on your mind. All I know is that the collapse of our civilization should have happened 
none of us are ready for it. I'm not ready for it. We've, uh, we've lived with too many conveniences and all of us have been living with first world privileges. Not just white people. All of us have. Because all of us have the same opportunities. That's what the Civil Rights Act basically guaranteed. It's not white privilege. If anything, it's American privilege, I guess. We've allowed ourselves to become very lazy and reliant too much on electronics and the internet. And the internet can be destroyed by itself, and that would hurt us enough, but, but killing the electricity, like a good EMP bomb, I mean, as far as like actually surviving without electricity, how many of you listening able to skin an animal? I'm gonna skin a buck for food. Know how to fish, grow a garden. Know how to uh, find uh, springs. How to filter the water so it's be clean and good drinking water. Where to even get water for bat for bathing? I mean, look at everything. Not not everything that only re not only relies on the internet, but look at everything that relies on electricity that you rely on in your everyday life. And ask yourself this: What would I be able to do? Or do I know what I would do if the power? was permanently turned off, and I was left on my own. Do you know how to survive without electricity? I don't. The good part is, though, we can learn. I guess we just have to put in the effort for it and stop making excuses, and that goes for me, too. I need to learn how to hunt. I need to learn how to skin a buck. I need to learn to fish and how to gut the fish, to cook the fish properly. I need to learn to survive without electricity, and I think everybody should as well. Just because it's a smart decision. Maybe with any ungodly amounts of luck and miracles and prayers, that <laughs> maybe it won't happen. And maybe we'll just continue to evolve with electricity and the internet and whatever comes next and everything will be fine. I mean, that's what we hope for. We're hoping for the best, but are we prepared for the worst? Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed my uh, little rant or tangent or uh, me babbling on about babbling on. Anyway, hope you all are having a wonderful day, or night, or whatever. Anyway, this has been Uncluttered and Uncut. I'm Stormy. Thanks again for listening. If you guys would like to support the podcast financially, we have a link to a donation link down below. Otherwise, if you'd like to, you know, if you don't have any money to send, or you don't want to send any money, either's cool, but you still like to help out the podcast, just... Hit a, give us a follow, share us on social media, tell your friends about it, get word of the mouth, you know. Let them know, see if they're interested in this. 
as well as uh, also be sure if you can try to listen when you can because though the podcasts are monetized now we only get paid when people listen to it i.e another reason why we want to make sure that the content is something that you guys want to listen to either way again follow us on uh, facebook follow uh, matthew livermore that's mine or follow jackie on clut that's jackie's of course and we'll be posting updates on the podcast you'll stay up to date on it as up to date as we are and if you um have any ideas or suggestions on what you think we ought to do or how we can improve or what you think can help make the podcast something that you would like to listen to just let us know because we would love to do that we're new to this whole podcasting thing and we're still figuring things out but i know we'll get there but i think we're only going to get there with your help anyway hope you all have a good one and peace